so Clara. Yes. I'm going to turn into a bit of a parent here. I texted you on our WhatsApp group for the production of this podcast to ask you if you had signed up for more gigs. Mm. And then? And then I replied, no. I know. I okay, I've been thinking a lot about this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's problem number one. You were thinking too much. Yes. I was a little bit... Um, uh, I don't know, broken after the last gig, right? Um, <clears throat> I felt that it was not that fun to bomb, but it was okay. But then for some reason, I I have, I have do a lot of different projects, right? And then right. I was like, okay, maybe now I, I need to devote some time to my other projects because I, I had sort of put them aside for a little while. But then... I also felt that I needed to get up on the horse again. You know, when you fall down, you need yeah. to get up as soon as possible because otherwise the fear is going to get bigger, right? Yeah. Uh, so I was a little bit conflicted uh, there. and then, But then when you text me, I'm just like, okay, but do I want to try this or not? Um, and if I want to try it, I, I need to sort of put other stuff on the side. Like I need to focus on this, right? And also, I, I feel that I, I am in a need of a person like you. Like, I am in need of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but like a coach or a mentor or someone who pushes me a little bit. And, uh, uh, yeah, that's my school, basically. I'm from there. I, I always... Uh, I used to be a gymnast. And then you have your coach, and the coach is a bitch. Uh, and the coach breaks you down. Ah, <laughs> uh, so I need to be a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> need? You already are. No. Oh, that hurts. No, I'm just kidding. You're not. No, you're just the right amount. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I guess. Damn, even in bitching, I'm mediocre. No. First of all, I want to congratulate you. <laughs> you're trying not to be a bitch now. Clara, on your decision to... To continue in spite of your mom. You've experienced the two only emotions you'll feel <laughs> in this. Either mega joy after a gig that went well. Yeah. Or misery after a bomb. These are the two basic emotions. <laughs> <laughs> and you remember I was telling you that you have to be mentally... Like, there has to be something wrong with you if you, <laughs> if you pursue comedy. Yeah. I'm glad that you're one of us. <laughs> That d despite the pain <laughs> of a bomb, you decided. You know what? I think it'd be a good idea if I if I continue to go through this. Yeah. No. <laughs> I that that was sort of what I felt. Like now I've done the good and I've done the bad. So th this hopefully it's not gonna get worse. It's gonna be somewhere in between. Mm. <laughs> 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 okay. It's gonna get worse. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> no. 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 I mean, it can be worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I guess someone can like, yeah, scream to you get off the stage. No, so now I decided that I am going to try this 150% and then I'll see whatever yeah. happens, happens. I don't really care yeah. what happens. Uh, I just care that I uh, tried. Yeah. And I tried 150%, like the yeah. full on. And then whatever happens, mm. it, it doesn't matter. So my goal... 
I don't even know if this is possible, <laughs> mm-hmm. is to do, because now I feel like I need to do gigs. I need to go up there yeah. and I need to just, I don't care how they turn out, what I probably going to do care when I'm there, but <laughs> in my mental state now, right. it doesn't matter how they turn out. I just need to have a couple of gigs in my body. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm going to try to do seven more before Christmas, if that is even the amount of gig that, I open my gigs that I can sign up for. So I have 10 mm. before the new year. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> There's not even seven weeks because now, so there used to be a lot of open mics in Zurich. I yeah. mean, okay, if somebody from LA or New York is listening to this, <laughs> a lot of open mics, <laughs> listen to him. But <laughs> I mean, for a town like Zurich, there was like, a in ordinary good amount of open mics in English, but now it's uh, there's just one. Yeah, <laughs> it's one a week. Does that demotivate you when you don't get stage time, or does yeah, it motivate so, you even more? So here's the thing. So your approach to to do gigs, from my experience, is the is the correct one because you can set yourself goals that you have to write every day that you have to. Uh, maybe you know, watch a comedy special once in a while. To I don't know, uh, to anything to do with your creativity. But if you're if you really focus, if you set yourself a goal to sign up for gigs, then you have no other option than to write, or... than to write, than to put your set together, than to do this and that, and so. I found that the best way to motivate yourself to do the writing and everything was uh, is to actually set an appointment <laughs> <laughs> with an audience. Okay. Uh, and and yeah, to sign up for gigs basically. Yeah. You know, and uh, try to get try to get on stage as much as you can. That's how that's that's how I kind of motivate myself. Mm-hmm. So I start from there. So try to. But then, you know, so I've also got into a routine where I, I write every day. Oh, you do? Okay. So... Is that your new... Uh, since you quit your job or is that... Has no, that no, always been like no. That? And that's why, you know, <clears throat> earlier when you were saying I need to do this, you know, 100%, otherwise it's not... There's also, for me, there's been a way to actively pursue this, mm. but with very little time every day, you know? Yeah. Because... My job was pretty demanding. And so my only goal was to sit down at my computer or actually was, has been, because it's mm. still, and I write 450 words every day. Ah. Not 500, because psychologically <laughs> 500, oh, it's too much. Okay, <laughs> I, okay. I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> but I just tell myself 450, um, which now I could do more that I have more time, but. Actually, I don't have more time. I'm busier now than when I was employed. How is that? I don't know. It's the same with me. It's like crazy. I, yeah. Because we're trying to do, I think you and I were similar. We're trying to do like, oh my God, like I I can do like 15 projects now. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the problem. Uh-huh. But I find that, uh, so what I, what's motivating for me is, uh, you know, very small steps, like 450 words. And mm. then also just that. Yeah. 
and uh, they don't have to be funny no, or there's no pressure in the words you no, just have to produce exactly. them yeah yeah because if they have to be funny then it just it kills me yeah it's like uh like i judge myself all the time mm -hmm. And I even judge myself when I don't put the pressure to be funny. So imagine. <laughs> imagine the amount of judging in Ben's life. <laughs> Exponential. <laughs> so already, already with, uh, with not, you know, supposedly with this mental trick of not putting a pressure, I'm already like, you see, you're not like Moliere. You're, you're not going to, your work is not going to travel the time. So, so one of your goals is then 450 words per day. Yeah. Uh, no matter what, because I agree with the small goals. I, I'm, I, I need to do that as well. How many gigs? I mean, if there is not COVID, like a normal year or whatever that is, uh, how many gigs a week would you say you need to keep your motivation going? Basically, if that is where you get most of your. Put myself a goal of 10 gigs a month. Okay. So that's uh, so, two to three a week. Yeah. Ah. Comedy is hot at the moment. Yeah. Through Netflix, comedy has got a rebirth. Ah. You know, like it wasn't, it, there wasn't, you know, it goes in stages. Like, so in the 90s, when Seinfeld hit big and, mm. you know, so like, so all of a sudden, lots of people got inspired to be a comedian. And he released this, actually, you should watch that as well. Uh, the documentary, I think, Comedian. Mm -hmm. By Jerry Seinfeld. Okay, okay. It's amazing. So it's him going back to the clubs after, uh, you know, he ended his show. Yeah. But he was like, all right, now I, I love comedy. And he went back with like a completely new joke, new material. So you see him going through the process of new jokes. Ah, and okay. Of course, it helps a bit that he's a celebrity. Mm. But, you know, even him being him, he still bombs and, mm. like, was, like, didn't do a good first gig. And, like, it, it's so great. It's motivating. It's so, <laughs> so motivating. Yeah. No, but actually, it inspired a lot of people. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I heard Anthony Jeselnik, he's, he, he became, like, super hardworking after seeing that ah, okay. uh, uh, documentary because he was like, okay, this is the blueprint. And... Um, Actually, don't take advice from me. Take <laughs> Watch this documentary. Okay, I don't okay. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, but then now it's a new high with comedy. Yeah, so there's a new high for Netflix. Uh, I mean, thanks to Netflix because they've been super aggressive. They're releasing a comedy special every week. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. There's not that much comedy in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Well, there is. And now, like, so a lot of people are motivated to do comedy. Because also, you know, so I, I guess I think the conclusion is that the motivation is money. Because <laughs> <laughs> they say, oh, my God, there's so many comedians yeah. who are earning a lot of money putting their specials on Netflix. So that's what makes you go up on stage every night. <laughs> money. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, what made me go up on stage is uh, so... I just, I really love it. Mm. Like, because I started, so I don't know if we talked about this on air or. Maybe. Do you, you, you mean, I mean, I don't know what you're going to say, but I guess you're going to tell your story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I'll shut up now. <laughs> I'm sorry that came out so wrong. 
<laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna say, but I can sense it's gonna be a 10 minute uh, life story from Ben. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I'm sorry. Go That's on. Okay. No, okay. So I had a first goal when I was 20. Yeah. And then it was very like it was very. I found it very difficult because I had the stress of. Oh, I need to make this, you know, I need to find a way to live off this. And I really need to. Whereas the second time around, I was 37. Uh, so, but how long did you do that then in your 20s? Was it two a couple and a half of years. years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. To yeah. Be and then I gave up due to a bomb that was too hard. Okay. That's why I'm really. <laughs> You're like, it's going to get worse. It's going to get that's worse. That's why I'm telling people, like, or people, you actually. <laughs> <laughs> the people <laughs> listen to my wise words. <laughs> well, I do listen. It was such a waste. Can you imagine 15 years yeah. of just being, it's like, it's not worth it. Anyway, the second time around, I was like, I'm 37. I'm never going to, like, this, this is only going to be a hobby. Yeah. And actually, that's what allowed me to to make a lot more strides <laughs> strides uh progress okay and yeah. you know and getting getting gigs that i kind of gigs i never got when i was 20 because you didn't care or yeah, like you or were more relaxed i was actually i was more focused on the the craft ah, okay you know? for you to get better yeah, and learn more exactly <clears throat> and that I found that was that has been the motivation for me. Like I just want to be able to walk into a room. Yeah, that's what I love. Like great comedians, they walk into a room that is miserable. Yeah, <laughs> and they flip it around. Yeah, you know, you just took them out of their of their misery. Yeah. Like, it's also so nice to just go into a room, laugh, and then leave. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I mean, the endorphins that. Yeah. Uh, I've studied sports psychology. Yeah. <clears throat> so you were, you're a gymnast, like... Yes, I used to be a gymnast. I used to compete on quite high level, and that's why I'm a little bit, what I was saying, like all or nothing, and I have the tendency to go 150% in, and sometimes that is good, but sometimes uh, I sort of burn all my energy, and then I'm just like, fuck, I'm out of here. It yeah. didn't work. I get so disappointed or fed up, so I'm just like, fuck, I'm leaving. Mm. That was not the case with the gymnastics, though. But whatever. Uh, after that, like 10 years ago, I started studying sports psychology because I think um, for me, that was one of the most interesting parts of being a gymnast because for me, it was also no one really thought that I would become good at gymnastics because I didn't have the typical physical attributes mm -hmm. that... I mean, I wasn't really flexible. I wasn't super uh, small, skinny. I was just, you know. I couldn't really jump. <laughs> I was just like rolling around. No. <laughs> my, my coach actually called me a bumblebee. What? Yeah, she's like, they're not supposed to be able to fly. Oh, yeah. Because the body is too, too big and the, the yeah. wings is too small. Mm. But for some fucking reason, they still do. Yeah. And she was like, that's you, Clara. I'm just... Thank you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, yeah, you meant it in a good way, I hope. <laughs> I was 10. 
<laughs> didn't really get that. Okay. Okay, so, so you so, studied it. Yeah, so I studied sports psychology and uh what I learned and w- what we talked a lot about because uh the sports psychology theories has changed a little bit the last 10 15 years okay uh, from the beginning it was all about like how do you uh, go into the flow because the flow is where every athlete wants to go because that's when you do your top 10 performance like the top uh, top performance um, <clears throat> but uh, and also like you need to shut everything out to be able to just focus on your sport because if you get any distractions that is going to take you away from the flow basically mm-hmm. But the last 10 years, uh, 15 years maybe, they've started to develop more that the flow is so hard to get to. So there's, I mean, you're not going to, there's no point of trying to get there. It's more how can you uh, get your lowest level high enough to win or to to get uh, further in your development. And also that if you shut everything else out, the pressure on you as an athlete is so high the mental pressure so it will mentally fuck you up mm-hmm. and that will uh, decrease your performance wow. uh, so now it's more like uh, athletes should uh, get an education at the same time for example if you're a hockey player and you're uh, getting a contract the, the club uh, wants you to uh, get an education on the, on the side because then you also have a life when you quit uh, your sport or when you have to quit because yeah. of an injury so basically the whole theory now about sports psychology is to not focus only on that because that will get you too much pressure and also there's a lot of research telling that athletes who get kids yeah all of a sudden perform so much better oh my god because now that at the sport is not the most uh, important thing yeah. the kid is yeah. so then it's like they still love the sport they still do it and they still want to you know but that's not the end of the world like the kid is what matters yeah. most clara go go make a kid <laughs> Yeah, that's. You're not the only one telling me that. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for bringing that up. I'm sorry. I lo- sorry. I couldn't help doing the joke. I know the consequences that it would have, but I just, I just felt I needed to. <laughs> um, so you know, in in art, we talk about flow as well. Yeah. No, I didn't know. Yeah. So in comedy or in writing. It's the same goal. Like you have to reach the flow because you're so into it and you're so inspired. And and I didn't know in sport they had the same. So I like this idea of like you have to get your minimum level. Because I feel in comedy it's the same. Mm-hmm. Like you know, nights where you are uninspired and you're so right. It's it's like your minimum level mm-hmm. has to be so good that you can you know you you earn like. I mean, it's easy. It's your to, profession. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I mean, when you have a good day, everything is easy, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's easy to perform, I guess, if you're in the flow. Yeah. Uh, so that is not. That's not the hard part. The hard no. part is to, as you said, perform when you don't have. The... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. The thing about the reason why I said, "Oh my God," when you talked about the kid, is that because I also, after I got my first kid. I became the most productive I've ever been with writing. Hmm. Because before, it was 20 years of excuses (laughs) (laughs) of why today wasn't a a good day to write. 
but with the kid the the time that i had became so precious you know so because between the kids and the and the work this half hour a day felt like okay this is my guarded territory yeah. nobody touches it <laughs> Um, I mean, I had to, you know, fight for it. I have to wake up early for it and stuff. But, yeah. but yeah, you're so right. And and I didn't know that the same happened with sports. So, yeah, it just it just really helps you to focus yeah. because it's like okay, so you have to take care of that monster. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> what are you gonna do? Like you know, so the time around that becomes really precious. Yeah. Everybody is talking about this book from the uh, the Marine who did all the training programs and he was superhuman and mm-hmm. and I'm like okay but I don't really identify with this guy like <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> I totally do <laughs> you've just heard episode eight of How to Comedy podcast where you get to follow Ben and Clara as they pursue their respective comedy careers at the up-and-coming English comedy scene in Zurich, Switzerland. This was good. Yeah. Motivation. Motivation. Uh, I think it's, it might be something that we could also come back to because it's, it's a constant. This podcast was produced by Tink and Media. Yes, so have you, have you signed up for gigs? I have. Okay. Yeah. Good. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah. So, so are, are you gonna or have? No, you? no, no. I have. I'm going to do a gig on Tuesday. If you don't want to miss the next comedy shows, or perhaps join in on Ben's and Clara's next gig here in Zurich, make sure to follow us on Instagram at at How to Comedy. In one word. Oh well, you've signed up. Are you confirmed? Uh, with a thumbs up is that confirmation no, no fuck this is so much rules okay then I'm, I guess no, I'm not it's, confirmed it's not so much rule is that you know if there are more than but I was the second one to sign up uh, it doesn't matter doesn't matter <laughs> if there are more than 10 people signing up then he has to make choices about who performs uh, okay alright well well okay I'm gonna sign up as well so <laughs> so you're gonna push me out <laughs> is that what you say <laughs> you're gonna be like the 11th person and it's like oh, sorry Clara Ben is gonna take there you there are no spot. more gigs in Zurich I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah alright so maybe see you on Tuesday yes or see you next week yeah alright okay bye bye Clara <laughs>